You're listening to TV Tangents, a retro TV podcast. Are you ready? Yeah. <clears throat> Do you know the song? There's a holdup in the Bronx, Brooklyn's broken out in fights. There's, There's a, a traffic jam, jam in Harlem that's backed up to Jackson Heights. There's, There's a scout troop short a child, crews just do it. I don't wow. Car 54, where are you? <laughs> Do you know what Idlewild is? What they're referring to? Um, I, 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 I looked it up. Yes. And now I can't. Let's see. Did I actually? Um, Idlewild was oh, the yes. name of the New York airport before it was JFK. Airport. Yes. Okay. So yeah, it was like I wrote that down or I like, copied it over. The line Khrushchev's "Do it, Idlewild" refers to Soviet leader Nikita Khrushchev in. September of 1960, a year before the series began, Khrushchev flew to New York's Idlewild Airport. Now JFK. Now JFK, because, of course, this show aired from 1961 to 1963. Yes. So it wasn't John F. Kennedy Airport until later, which reminds me of that scene in Back to the Future... Where Marty's like, oh, a block past yeah. Maple, that's John goes, F. Kennedy he's like, Drive. Maple, you mean John F. Kennedy Drive. Yeah. And his dad says, who the H is John F. Kennedy? Exactly. Oh, not cute. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> anyway, welcome, Natalie, to the show. Welcome back, Rebecca, from not a long hiatus. <laughs> I just, like, always, every time we're uh, we've had a in the studio together, I'm always like, oh, welcome back. Yay, welcome it's our happy place. Us. It is our happy place. And we've been watching a bunch of TV, and this time we have a listener-suggested series, Car 54, Where, Where Are, are you? you? So I watched this growing up. Oh, yeah, all the time. And I don't really, like, I didn't remember a time. I mean, you, you, this isn't the kind of show I don't think where you remember specific episodes That's true. so much. I just remembered the concept. And so mm-hmm. in my brain, and we must not have watched it a lot. And there's only two seasons. So, and I, at the same time I'm watching this, and of course, as a child, I'm watching this, but it's the 80s. So then everything is in reruns. Mm-hmm. So we would have been watching, of course, the Munsters at the same time, probably. Yes. So to me, the guys in this show were also just the Munsters. So it was kind <laughs> true. of... I, true. I knew, uh, yeah, Fred Gwynn as Herman Munster more so than I knew him as Officer Francis Muldoon. Right. And of course... And Al Lewis. Al Lewis. Who's Grandpa. Right yeah. Grandpa Munster also, but he also plays Officer Leo Schnauzer. Correct. But early on, he played um, he played an auto body shop guy. Oh, did he? Because I just happened to be like looking up some uh, different episodes or whatever, and he played a guy named Al Spencer, who was the auto body man. Cute. And so I'm like, wait a second. Maybe he got a job as a cop then. Well, for because a second I was confused, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, and then later he was this officer. Right, I was like, oh, okay. I don't think he was on the show till season two, was he? No, he was on in, in season oh, one, because then I thought the same thing. I was like, okay, that's interesting. Well, I was just looking ahead at different episodes, and sure enough, there was one where they were helping out Officer Schnauzer, so I go, mm. oh. And ironically, he's in the hospital for something, and... Uh, Francis, which is Fred Gwynn, goes to pick up the... <laughs> the medicine for him. Well, no, it's not even the medicine. He goes to get money from the bank. Oh. So the officers have, like, a fund that helps somebody pay for their right. medical bill. So they're also, at the time, looking for some, I think, some kind of criminal named No-Face. <laughs> and so at the bank, he must have a note that's evidence that says... 
there's a gun pointed at you, hand over all the money. Mm. He hands it to the teller. And so she gives him all the money the bank has, and he's not paying attention because he's talking to somebody else. Mm. She's just shoving it into a bag, which he then gives to Officer Schnauzer, who freaks out and is all happy or whatever. But by the way, the bank teller is um, Charlotte Ray from The Facts of Life. Who then later, though, becomes Officer Schnauzer's wife. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. good times. They, you know, Interesting. In two seasons, you can't really, like, just plug mm-hmm. random people in after they've already been in episodes. Uh, Although, if there's no DVDs or CDs right. or, or CDs, DVDs or VCRs. You yeah, can't who really even talk. remembers? Yeah. Nobody knows. It happens in all these old shows we talk about. I used to, I remember that I started watching this show on Nick at Night in 1980. Seven, mm. because I had discovered the monkeys. Yes, and Nick at Night had that lineup of shows, and like yeah. one one night was all black and white shows, like the Monsters mm-hmm. and Car Fifty Four, Where Are You, and stuff like that. And they had like shows from the sixties, like Laughing and the Monkeys on another night. Yeah, I if I'm remembering correctly, or maybe it was just the time block, but I mm-hmm. remember that they put a lot of those shows together that were similar to yeah. each other. Probably from that same era, it seemed like, too. That yeah. that was about the time when we were all watching Nick at Night, that it was a lot of shows from the 60s. That's where I saw this show. Um, there were 60 episodes, like you said, two seasons. Mm-hmm. And it's about two police officers in the Bronx. It received one Primetime Emmy Award in 1962 for Outstanding Directorial Achievement in Comedy, awarded to Nat Hyken. I must say Hyken is his name... That's how I'm pronouncing yeah. it. Yeah. It's H I K E N. Correct. It looks we'll like it that's that. what it would be. Yes. Yeah. Originally, the title of the show was The Snow Whites. The I have no Snow idea where that Whites. comes from. Interesting. It makes no sense. It they doesn't. don't wear white. There's no white. I don't There's understand. Snow Whites. Yeah. If somebody is a history buff on Car 54, <laughs> where are you? Please find out. Tell no us idea. why it was called that. Maybe because they were bumbling. I have no idea. But it was ultimately changed. Because they thought it was, was too confusing, obviously. Yeah. It sounds like you're talking about the seven dwarves. Yeah. And hmm. they just couldn't come up with something. So they just picked the last line of the song, which was already in existence. So they're like, we'll just call it that. Which it's is so a interesting. Name. Yeah. It's a name you remember. It is definitely a name you would remember. And I always referred to it just as Car 54. I, Everyone For the longest know. time I thought, you know, that's all it was. And then... <laughs> It's too long to say car 54, where are you? Yeah. We know which car is 54. Mm-hmm. And they're just, you know, missing. Missing in action. They're missing. Where are they? Because they're bumbling. They are very bumbling. Because many of the show's outdoor scenes were filmed on location, the police cars were painted red with white lettering mm-hmm. so that they wouldn't be mistaken for real police cars <laughs> on the street. But, of course, in black and white, you obviously can't tell that they're not the standard NYPD colors, which were black and green with a white roof and trunk. Mm. And instead of using canned laughter, Nat Hyken screened the show for an audience and recorded their reactions. Oh. So they didn't have a studio audience. They didn't have just recordings of people laughing. Oh. They actually were reacting to the show. And sometimes they got a little out of control. Oh. Like, there was one, I was, there was just a lady going, ah, ah. <laughs> And another one where they had a bunch of, it was like a minister's convention or something, and they, that they were screening it for. Mm-hmm. And these ministers got so out of control that they had to, like, like, tone it down. Oh, wow. And, and cut a bunch of stuff out of 
the canned laughter oh or the goodness. recorded laughter. Interesting. Because it's so funny. Yeah. And it is funny. It is very funny. They have a lot of uh, hijinks, as all, <laughs> you know, sitcoms do. But, yes, it's funny to me that, like, the facial expressions oh a lot with just especially, I mean, Fred Gwynn's very... Uh, <laughs> face actor I would yeah. say he he does a lot and uh, he's just funny and it's so funny because his uh, Gunther is his partner and Gunther is married and then they're always trying to set up mm-hmm. um, Francis so it's just hilarious to me he always looks just like you know all sad about something and, and then just is always face yeah. is the funniest just and he reacting. did the same thing as Herman Munster mm-hmm but it For was sure. more pronounced. Him and Grandpa both was more pronounced because of the makeup that they wore. Yes. They must have chosen these guys because of their facial expressions because they're hilarious. Exactly. I cannot figure out who Gunther reminds me of, but I just so much feel like I know this Okay, <laughs> me too. Because, okay, he, I'm watching the episode and I'm like, okay, what has this guy been in? Uh, and he's played by Joe E. Ross. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's not in anything. Right. I'm it's, like, it's another I, person yeah. that he reminds me yes. of. Because I'm like, okay, what other prominent thing is he in? And my favorite part about him, of course, is when he talks, he does a lot of ooh, ooh. Like when he goes <laughs> to say something. Yeah. So, like, he'll see something and be like, Francis, ooh, ooh. Which is the thing he did later on cartoons. He was a cartoon voiceover person. Yeah, but just not in it. You're right. It has to be that he reminds us of just someone else because that's like so funny that you know say personally. that. Well, it could be. <laughs> well, we hmm. know some people. Francis Muldoon is the tall one. Yes. And he lives with his mom and his sisters. Mm-hmm. Gunther Tootie lives with his wife Lucille in a crummy apartment for which he pays $45 a month rent. Ah, interesting. There was one where they were where arguing they with it? their landlord. Because they couldn't get the lights to go on and everything was broken. And Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I did like that. That was another one. Uh, actually, when Grandpa, I mean, uh, Officer Schnauzer, <laughs> was in the hospital with, like, I believe a broken leg. Mm-hmm. And he thinks he's going to have to pay the bill. And so the officers come in or whatever, and he's like, I've been putting in, and I, and I can't even get $9.32 or whatever it is. And so that's how much his hospital stay and to set a right. broken leg cost oh, in 1960, apparently. So, yeah. Yep. And there was one episode where... I think it's um, Muldoon has to go to the doctor and get... Oh, I know what it was. Sorry. It was Gunther had to go to the doctor and get anxiety meds for Muldoon so that he wouldn't be kicked off the force because he was so nervous. It was the one where the president... He's got to drive the yes, president around. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And I he's was so actually nervous. Just, yes. and he doesn't want it on his record. And he keeps pe- passing out when he first yes. hears about it. Yeah. So he's got to go to the doctor and pretend like he's him. And and then, yeah, he's like, <sighs> oh, you still owe me $5 for the medicine or whatever. And I was like, hmm. hmm. Like Maybe it. we should take our time machine. Yeah. And go get us some good drugs. Go back and get us all the medicine. Oh, sorry. They send Schnauzer to the doctor, it says oh, here. Oh, okay. Not the other guy that I said. But anyway... I did want to say it's funny that there was an officer named Officer Kissel, and I know an Officer <laughs> Kissel here. I did see locally. that. I was like, oh, Mr. Uh, season two, episode one, there's a police officer in the courtroom who's played by Mel Stewart, who was in a bunch of shows like The Scarecrow and Mrs. King and All in the Family. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of people that we 
recognized from other stuff, as there always is in these in these studio shows. shows. Yes, we get to see Alice Ghostly, I was, aka Esmeralda. Yes, aka didn't she also? She was Bernice from the Golden Girls. Yes. Um, she did you see the episode she was in? Yes, it was a great episode. That was like one of my faves. It was, I, it was hilarious. literally, although she was very desperate she in the so beginning. Desperate. She literally wanted to be set up with anyone and said, I don't care if he's ugly or handsome, fat or tall, or yeah, fat or skinny, tall, short, no teeth, whatever. I was like, Yeah, I just want a man. And then she stalked Francis for a while, right? Which but was kind of crazy. The but only then thing is, he could cute. not remind her in any way of her favorite movie yes. star, Raymond Navarro. Yes. And she keeps saying that he ruined her, ruined her, which sounds so scandalous. Yes. And um, what's it? Gunther's wife, Bernice? No, that's not. Uh, her name. <laughs> is it Lorraine? <laughs> Lorraine. Yeah. No, it's not. Hold Lucille. <laughs> Lucille. Lucille. Like mm. when she tells Lucille, Raymond Navarro mm-hmm. um, ruined me. Lucille is like, oh my. Yeah. I was like, wait oh, a wow. second. And later she says it to Muldoon. Yeah. And that's the last he hears from her. So he thinks, oh, well, I dodged a bullet because she's ruined. And it's interesting, though, because what she really <laughs> is, like, she had a major crush on him as an actor. She never met him. So no one could do anything that reminded her of him. So then at the end they're in a bar and he, I'm pretty sure Muldoon was going to ask her to marry Mm -hmm. him. And then a guy comes up to try to talk to her and Muldoon like roughs him up and is like calls him something and then she goes to leave and said that is exactly what Navarro (laughs) did or whatever. And then he goes to sit down with the guy and he goes, yeah, I don't know. I, we were together for three years and then I rode a boat the way Raven Navarro did in North to Alaska. And then she told me she had to go. And they were both like, meh. Oh, my favorite episode. First of all, it was very relatable. <laughs> if you're ever obsessed with a celebrity mm-hmm. who's your boyfriend. And second of all, True. it was hilarious and had all of these saucy moments. Yes. Like when he goes to her apartment and opens the door and she's like in a nightgown and robe and she's lounging there. And she's yes. like, come in. <laughs> Like, oh my god. And I love in the when he realizes like she stalks him for a long time and then he doesn't want her around. So mm-hmm. then she plays hard to get and it's hilarious because then she won't answer the phone and then he goes over and she's playing music and then she's like, Oh, I'll be right, <laughs> right in. Right, you right. guys calm down. I mean, who hasn't done that? And then he gives her flowers and she's like, Okay, thanks. And she goes back in and she's like, Oh, da 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 and no one's there. And I'm like, Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> This is so, great. Yeah. If you're looking for this episode, it's called Love Finds Muldoon. Yes. And it's the best. If you're going to watch it, very one, early watch on season one. one. It was very good. Yeah, it's very early. So, shall we talk about the cast? Yes. Um, as you said, Joe Ross plays Gunther 2D. 2D with a D, not a T, not 2T. Yes, not 2T. Uh, he was born Joseph Rossowitz in 1914, which means he was 47 when the show started. Mm. He dropped out of school at 16 and got a job as a singing waiter in the Bronx. And then he was a burlesque comic for a while until World War II when he was stationed in England. And eventually he went back to nightclubs and ended up on the Phil Silvers show. One of the producers of that show was Nat Hyken, who cast him in his new show, Car 54, Where Are You? Nice. And in the 70s, he had several voice roles in cartoons like Hong Kong Fooey. Again, we have to figure out who he is and how who he who he is it's that not, we know. Like I know he's been in things, but not things that I would have seen. It's just 
Mm-hmm. There's something about him maybe reminds me of a different actor or someone we know. Yeah. I'm not really For sure. sure. Because I was convinced and I looked at like his filmography <laughs> and nothing. Nothing that stuck out to mm-hmm. me where I was like, oh, for sure, that's right. where I've right, seen right. him. Like, you know, we all have those people. So, yeah. Sure. Nothing. Sure, sure. Then we have Fred Gwynn, who plays Francis Muldoon. And we have talked to him... And we talked about him before in our Monsters episode. Mm-hmm. He was born in 1926, making him only 35 when this show aired. He does look very young. He does. I actually thought, I was thinking he was younger than that in real life almost mm-hmm. because, yeah, he does look very young. Especially compared to his Herman Munster <laughs> character. True. He also served in World War II on a submarine chaser, which is a little ship that's made to find and destroy German submarines. I cannot believe that Fred Gwynn was in a submarine. <laughs> well, it's not a submarine. It chases sh- submarines. Oh. It's on the surface. Because, yeah, I don't think that he would he fit wouldn't in a have submarine. Fit. He is 6'5". Yeah. yeah. Joe Ross is 5'7". Mm. So it's almost like if you and I had our own were the show. Poor Car 54 people. Yeah. Oh, we, should, we should have our own show, Car 54. Where is you? Yes. So I it's like not it. copyrighted. Right. Just change it up a little bit. <laughs> That's, I like that. I okay. like that. We could totally do that. He landed his first Broadway role in 1952 in the gangster comedy Mrs. McThing, starring Helen Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I looked that up one time, maybe when we did The Munsters. That's so funny. Shortly after that, he made a few appearances on The Phil Silver Show. Oh, where? Apparently and Nat Hyken, Exactly. Right? Nat Hyken saw him and cast him for Car 54. So... I mean, these are great choices for these characters, but mm-hmm. did he just take the easy way out? He was like, I know this guy, this guy and I know this show. guy, this so show. we'll just put them on the show. Yes. He also wrote and illustrated children's books, taking after his mother, who wrote a comic strip called Sunny Jim before she was married. Oh. Because she couldn't write a comic strip after she was married, because you, know, oh, you have to rear children. and do anything after that. That's yeah. true. True. Um, Al Lewis, like you said, plays Leo Schnauzer. Now, he's an interesting character. Mm-hmm. He was born Abraham Meister somewhere in New York in 1923, but he would often claim he was born in 1910. There's no, like, official record of his birth on file. He had two brothers mm. who were born in 1926 and 1930, so it makes sense that he probably was, was born in the 20s. Hmm. Um, in 1998, he ran for governor of New York under the Green Party. He wanted to be listed on the ballot as Grandpa Al Lewis. but So people would know who he was. Yeah. But his request was denied. Oh. He did not win, but he got over 52,000 votes. And in 2000, he ran for U.S. Senate and came in second in the primary. Hmm. And he passed away in 2006 at either age 83 or 96. <laughs> Nobody knows. And legend has it, his cremated remains were placed in his favorite cigar box. And, of course, he played Grandpa in The Munsters. Yes. So that's very interesting that you don't know when he was born, because very Dracula-esque. It is. Oh, my goodness, you're right. <laughs> so, well, hmm. he would claim that he was, like, at one point he claimed to be 92, like, in the early 2000s, and we're like, oh, hmm. are you though? But his son says that he was born in 1926, okay. so interesting. <clears throat> that's what we're going to go with. Yes, Al. Silly Al. Funny, funny show. The guys were unreliable, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, like a guy comes into the station, and he's like, I need help from the police. And the 
sergeant is like, I got nobody. And then another cop is like, oh, Muldoon and Tootie are over there. And he's like, I got nobody. (laughs) And there's an episode where they are, uh, these guys are stealing cars and then taking them to the auto body shop where Al was originally, you know, um, Mm -hmm. Al Lewis was Al. Yeah. And then the guys bring a cop car in because a lady who just got her driver's license that day who they pulled over. <laughs> she backed into the cruiser. So then they think that they literally have the conversation, well, we have to go get it fixed. If we take the car in, they won't give us another car for whatever amount of time. And then they'll put us, it just seemed really like they're mm-hmm. like, oh, and then we'll have to go here. But a lot of times they're like, you know, there's only two cars in whatever precinct and what are they, the 53rd or something like that. Uh, or the t- whatever it is, the 54 is a car, so it's something along those lines. But I'm like, okay, this is so interesting. <laughs> so then that is a funny one where they bring the car in because they think that they're there because they're stolen cars there. And of course, then the guys get out, can you do something about this bumper? And they're all due to do, and it's like a big old giant mess. Um, but then they pull people over. It's just, yeah. And at one point, they were driving super slow, so all these cars behind them are going slow because they're like, well, we can't pass a cop car. That's what they want you to do. <laughs> and right, these right. two are having an argument. So Tootie and Muldoon are having an <laughs> argument. They keep stopping in the middle of the street and getting out and switching places. Oh my God. And all the other cars are like, meh? Like, what's <laughs> happening? And and it's hilarious. So yeah, there's lots of funny parts of the show. Like it's yeah, it's a lot of it's one of those sitcoms I think that is very like every episode is similar. There's mm-hmm. no, of course, there's no like story to follow that you right. have to like watch previous episodes. I mean, you would know their history, but it's not one of those. It's very much you could watch any episode and you would kind of know what's happening. Absolutely, and you'd be all over it. Yeah, so. pick it up wherever. Probably why we don't remember a lot of those episodes mm-hmm. when we were just waiting for the monkeys to start. <laughs> That's pretty much, yeah, how I remember it being prevalent. So, yeah, a funny one if you are an old TV show buff, like we are, of course, not just because you listen to the show and everything, but stuff from the 60s or if that was part of your thing. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear people who maybe watched this originally oh, when yeah, it was absolutely. on um, to see... Because I didn't, I never uh, saw any information. Maybe you did about uh, why they, why it was canceled, or um, why they stopped. I don't know. Filming like Carpet Divor shows at that time just kind of stopped. Yeah, I don't know. It's almost like, well, that's you know, we wrote what we could, and yeah. then it moves on. So. And it reminds us again of the short supply of actors in TV land. In yeah, fifties and sixties, because yeah. everybody shows up all over the place. But yeah. that's good for them, right? Yeah. I think so. Very, uh, then you can... How fun would it be to be a, just like a bit actor in the early 60s? Just, you just need to go in for a minute and do this. And then, like, as you grow up and you tell your children and your grandchildren, Mm -hmm. and they'd be like, you were on TV, would I have seen you anything? Oh, yeah. And then you're like, Car 54, The Munsters, The Monkeys, uh, The Brady Bunch. (laughs) Like, can you imagine Mm -hmm. if you're just like a random person in all of those shows? Yeah. How cool would that be? Love it. That'd be awesome. We should go back in time. Let's get in our time machine. Yes. Let's go back to the yes. 50s and 60s and be bit sh- actors. Yeah. Just, we should. Yeah. We should. Small part actors. I love it. I'm all over it. Let's we live the that. high life. We spend most of the time by the pool, like mm-hmm. we do now. Mm-hmm. And then First we of all, go to work. It'd be so much easier because we could take what we, I could take what we, I currently have in my wallet, which is probably mm. like 
uh, forty dollars, mm-hmm. and that we'd be like, we'd be, we'd be super sad. rich. You could, be, I mean, yeah. you could rent Tootie's apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <clears> we, yeah, we'd be totally set. We could just uh, build our little. So we need to build the time machine. I think okay. we've talked about that quite a few times. But well, if we know any that. scientists yeah. that listen to this show, then please build us a time build machine us, or uh, give us the plans. Yeah. Like with the flux capacitor. Yeah, on don't there. make so it out know. of a DeLorean. Though. Yeah, I need to know. Yeah, I need to. Yeah, I definitely need something bigger than a DeLorean. I don't think I'd fit in the DeLorean. <clears> so, yeah. Plus, if you have to park by like like in a tight spot, yeah, you get the wind, the doors open. Yeah, I couldn't even get it's out. Really rough. That wouldn't be fun. Also, okay. there's no back seat to put your luggage in. Oh yeah. Oh, that wouldn't work for us so, at all. No, not good. So not a DeLorean. Maybe an RV. <gasps> Ooh, like, mm. is, was it Bill and Ted's? Oh, didn't they have a time machine I think RV? So. I don't remember. Okay. For sure. Well, what else do you have to say about Car 54? Where are you? You know, I don't have anything else. I think we covered it all. So, Well, thank again. you to the listeners who suggested this show because um, we had a lot of fun talking about it. Mm-hmm. We also want to thank some of our patrons because, mm-hmm. as you all know, we have a Patreon where you can uh, get extra bonus content. We have a brand new episode recently about that time that we were almost killed by vampires. Mm-hmm. Not Grandpa Not Vampire Grandpa from Monsters. Monster. Um, but you want to listen to that. And mm-hmm. then you can get some bingo boards for your viewing mm-hmm. pleasure. Yes. So we want to thank some of our patrons, including Steve Salvato, Moni Smith, Jenny Mobley, and Anna Yasino. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Awesome. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. We should also, real quick, excuse me, Rose. Since mm. this was a listener suggestion, we should oh. pick another one. Oh, for sure. Out of our friend's mug. Out of mug. the friend's mug. It's no longer a hat. If you joined us last week or recently, you know that we have a mug now. We switched it up a little. I'm going to let Natalie pick Ooh, one. Pick, pick a one up. good okay. one. Pick a good one. I know. I need to pick a good one. Come on, I just got scared. one. I'm scared. What is it? What is it? What is it? Ooh, it's long. That girl. Oh. Okay. Is this by two people that suggested yeah. this? Is that you why? can tell okay. us who suggested it. Uh, I believe it's Jody Coulson. And is it Melanie? Is it Kavanis? You just can't read my I can't writing. I can't read your handwriting Sorry. a little bit there. That girl suggested by Melanie Kavanis and Jody Coulson. Okay. And... I'm sure by other people. Yes. There were more people who suggested. I just got, you know, wild hair recently to write these things down. So we kind of know. So we can thank you for suggesting them. Yeah. So we're going to look into that girl. And we'll be doing that in the near future. Awesome. Did take us a while to get to Car 54. I don't know why. Because we yeah. had a lot of other things on the books. Yeah. We had a lot going on. And we get distracted by life. Life. And then also some of our favorites or... Yeah. Just be decided, like, oh, all of a sudden we'll be like, let's watch this. And then we're like, oh, wait, we're supposed to be watching <laughs> I was something. I'm already else. watching this. All right. It's good times. Well, let's wrap up this episode of Car 54. Where are you? If you enjoy the show, please leave a review and also subscribe so you won't miss an episode. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We love to hear from our listeners. For additional content, check us out at patreon.com slash tvtangents.